Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Farah. I'm here with my co-host Lamia. Hey. What are you up to today? Not much. Not doing Doing my Christmas decorations. Nice. Yeah, what about you? Nothing. Just been working on the podcast stuff for all day and watching some football. But Christmas decoration sounds fun because we get into the mood now for those Christmas rom coms and Christmas horror movies. Mm hmm. And Hallmark. No, I can't. Hallmark is just. Hallmark is like. <laughs> is like being insane. You know how they say you do the same thing over? That's, that's like basic uh, trait of being mm-hmm. a character. I mean, watching Hallmark is the same thing. It's the same movie. And sometimes with the same exact actors. It's the same exact sure movie. <laughs> I think, you can, I think you can watch one Hallmark movie during the season, then skip Hallmark and go to other stuff. <laughs> but by, the, by that, we're here to talk about the Summoning the Darkness review, which is a movie I found not one of my favorites, but it was good enough for me to watch two times and then figure to do it a third time to just uh, do a review on it. So we start off with the plot. The plot is basically in the summer of 1988, human sacrifice and satanic ritualistic homicide was a big thing. Three best friends decided basically to go into a rock concert in the middle of nowhere. And they went into three aspiring musicians, the three guys of course, you know, they hung out at the concert, chill, drank, and you know what happens after that. The female invited them back to their house in the middle of definitely nowhere. They literally screamed from on a microphone and it looked like nobody could hear you because it's like in the middle of the woods somewhere, wasn't it? You think? <laughs> it was just like in the middle of nowhere. Basically. Which I would love, but <laughs> Yeah, okay. So besides that, um quick synopsis again. Just just to give you a picture of like the females invited the guys to the house. They had a fire pit, drinking, drugging having a good time, and then after that, stuff with the fan. But before we go into that, we'll run down through the cast, which I thought it was a decent cast. Definitely, they had like, to me, like a good, strong female real lead that I like, and I've seen in different other movies. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely agree. They're, they kind of have different roles, but in different movies, so it's nice to see them shine, yeah. And so I would say that the main part of three, they're all main characters because it's basically just six, but the main one I would say is Alexander Daddario, which I would guess everybody knows of from, you know, San Andreas, Two Crimes, especially the epic movie scene that everybody spoke went viral on the internet when she did that really Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and she plays the main girl, Alexis. And I don't know, I found her character she was charming at first, and then how would you think she turned after you saw her from the beginning to like starting to go to the middle? She's a mean girl with <laughs> crazy eyes. Yeah, she definitely had crazy eyes. And those are real life crazy eyes. I, I don't like that in regular pictures too. But, you know, yep. <laughs> but I'm not saying that she's crazy, but I don't know, usually that's a that's a that's a red flag sometimes. <laughs> yep. So her character was it was good. Like I said, crazy. And sometimes she went beyond crazy to me. Not like she just went ape shit in certain parts of the movie, <laughs> which I like. <laughs> She's twisted. Yeah, and it was fun to see her play that part, and then she could go be the nice sweet girl in San Andreas to the to the rock, you know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 
And then we have Amy Forsythe, who played Beverly. She was like the the new girl in town, I think. So she didn't seem like she was as close as her and the other girl we're gonna get to. She, she was kind of like quiet, shy a little bit. So like trying to figure out what was going on and try to get into the groove with them. How you find her character? Like how I said it, or you see anything different in that? Yeah, no, I liked her character. I think that's kind of exactly how it went. I do think she knew what she was getting into, but maybe not the bigger picture. Yeah, she thought it was gonna be like, you know, one of those little all right, fun, but not go that far as it did, basically. Like yeah. Saying. And we all know Amy Forsythe, she played in one of my favorite Halloween movies, Hellfest. I loved her mm-hmm. in that movie. She played in the other few good movies too. She um was it Channel Zero, Channel right? Zero. Yeah. Exactly. I loved that. Yeah, she, she played, did very well. Yeah, she played Margot Sleeper. I remember that part. And she plays mm-hmm. actually in the movie we're gonna be doing a review on in one of the Christmas horror specials late down the line. A Xmas horror story. If you know I don't know what Xmas means, that means Christmas. <laughs> Myself up, I know. I'm stupid. I'm corny. <laughs> that was one of your corny jokes. <laughs> and then we have the third lead, I would say, Maddie Hassan. She plays Val. Mm-hmm. She was like the ditzy, fun, blonde character that it's like every 10 seconds, like she had to go to the bathroom, like she had a prostate the size of a watermelon or something. <laughs> would you agree with that in that character? Yeah, no, definitely. She's a promis- the promiscuous one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's very sexual. Mm-hmm. Which would go well, you know, our male audience. Oh, God. <laughs> but you might have seen her in that movie, Mal- I can't pronounce it as well. Mal- Mal- oh, Malignant. Yeah, I can't say that. Malignant. She Ma. Ma. Leg. Leg. Mint. Nint. 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 See, not mint, malignant. Malignant. <laughs> See, we even teach speech on here. <laughs> she plays Sydney Lake on there, and I honestly didn't even recognize her in that movie. But I, I think, still have no idea who she is in that movie. I'm thinking she played the main girl's sister. That's what I'm thinking. The youngest sister. Oh, uh, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. And um, she was actually in the Grimm series in a handful of episodes, which I love that series. Sad that it went away. They still could have did a couple more seasons, I think. Oh, Grim. Yeah, I love Grim. Oh, yeah, they could have kept that going. Yeah, my grandmother got me to that show. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then you go with the main guy cast. Keenan Johnson plays Mark. He was like the main guy, you know, cool leather jacket where he had like a lot of long hair mullet back then. That was in style. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, he was like the laid back kind of dude. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he was in. He was the cool one. Yeah, he just laid back, <laughs> took his drink, and just laid in the grass. He's like, I'm too cool for you chicks type. But, you know, but he was a nice guy, too, as you go through the movies, you can see. He wasn't like a bad mm-hmm. guy. Then, um, you know, he shows he was in in Nashville and that movie, Alita Battle Angel, which I still haven't seen yet, but I have to see. Mm-hmm. I think you told me it was really good. It's wicked good. And then we go to the other two guys, Logan Miller. Logan Miller plays Corvac. He was like the guy that just went along that because he was like, you know, there's girls, let's go. We don't care what's going on. He's the <laughs> guy. 
with this doing character, so we don't give too much away because there's a story where a lot of things will happen. You see what you know, you don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Then there's a Austin Miller Smith who plays Ivan. Mm-hmm. He's like the third lead of the guys, like, he's not really in anything familiar that I haven't seen. And you see why he was the third lead <laughs> when you get to the movie. <laughs> And then, hey, uh, <laughs> even they did very well though. Yeah. I mean, those guys didn't have big roles, but they all did awesome with this movie. Yeah, Logan Miller, he's in things. I think he's in those movies with actually with Alexander Daddario. Those um, like the Greek mythology movies they did. Uh, I forgot that name. I forgot the name of those movies he did. There was three of them, and Angel, and Alexander Daddario was in it with him. She was the main girl, and he was the main. He was like um, Prometheus's son. Uh, and he had powers and he used to go on adventures and stuff like that. I'll get I'll tell you the name later when I look it up. But yeah. He, oh, you know, he was also in escape room. Oh yes. And he was actually considered to be on Peter Parker Spider-Man, but Tom Holland got the role. So yeah, he's kind of somebody. He did some main movies. And then we have some extra star power, Johnny Knoxville, who plays, I'll just say John Henry. He's a preacher, and you'll see what happens to that. I don't want to give any spoilers with that, but everybody knows who Johnny Knoxville is. If you know, he's living under a rock. You know, just he's just one of the Jackass movies alone. And Welcome in the Duke has it. His, his um, what's it called? Bad Grandpa movies. <laughs> yeah, The Ringer and Fun Size, which is a fun Halloween movie that I like. Mm-hmm. And so that's the cast and basically the plot. Basically, plain and simple. It's a dark movie. You some of the darkness basically tells you what's going on in the movies. You don't have to. It's about ritualistic stuff that's going on. So, your overall take on the movie. What do you think about it? Anything that stands out to you or that you like? I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought they did very well with the whole '80s setting. Um, I do want to mention like the whole music thing like i told you about like how they you know actually reference actual concerts okay and i think that's something that's overlooked in a lot of movies you know they have people play certain roles but know nothing about it so for this movie to actually educate the cast and you know they got to learn something and also be accurate with their information and i love that Oh, okay. So I'm I'm into all that rock. I'm not really into eighties rock like that, so you would definitely know better than me. But I I know what eighties rock, but I'm more up to like nineties and two thousands. But yeah, but I did like the songs that was in there that in the references you got I didn't get until you told me, then now I get it. So that's a good case. Yeah, I mean it, it's good, you know, it's definitely good when they have actual knowledge and you know, especially if you're a metal fan and it's music you listen to, you're like, oh, shit, that's good. <laughs> like, they did it a handful of times. So, uh, yeah, overall, I mean, I think the cast did great. I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it had its comedy and it had its gore. and Yeah, it had its good kills, like with certain scenes, not to give it away. Mm-hmm. And they had their little moments where you're like, they, they, like, it was like, it was like a dark comedy. Because it has some, like you said, dark humor in it, and it has some funny scenes, especially like 
not to give a lot away when two of the guys are like in the closet for a while and they're trying to get out and they're trying to get to them. That was like funny the things they're trying to do to smoke them out of there. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it is. And then, like I said, Bev, Beverly, she started catching on like, all right, this stuff is getting taken too far. And then you see what happened through that part of it. And yeah, then- I like the way the story actually played out too. Now that you mentioned that, you know, I thought they went an awesome way with how they did it. Yeah, and I like how they had the 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 ex mother in law popped in, and how the cop scene came along. Not to give nothing away, but those are like some fun scenes that you were like, yeah, especially with the mother in law. It was funny. <laughs> that was funny, but then uh, that again, not you know, not saying anything that like the whole like what she did in that scene again, it screams eighties, like just. I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, just I like, like when they play into it, you know? Yeah, just like you said with the, how they, even back then, because I remember that time, because I'm a little bit older than you are, like if stuff like that was going on. But I'm saying this ain't based on real life though, but they took that from, like you said, the 80s movie, the 85 they had, like even the mm-hmm. way they shot it, like the camera was like 80s feeling. And then yep. even the satanic stuff they were doing, like how they had things set up and how they were trying to prepare things. That they had that vibe from back then, just like remind me of a scene I'm part of in, uh, I can't remember that movie with Jennifer's body kind of thing, like back with that rock band was doing satanic rituals. They did that kind yeah. of 80s movie and they did that kind of that kind of style. So it was fun. Anything you just like about the movie? The only thing I didn't, like I wasn't a huge fan of was the trailer. And like I said, it's just because I feel like they gave too much away in the trailer. I feel like it shouldn't have gone as far as it did. I never so noticed I that, but you're right. Not to watch it. Sorry, yeah, you're right. I never thought about that, but it does show. Like, if you watch it, show, just go into it blind, you know, because they do show a lot in the trailer. And mm-hmm. and if you have seen it already, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I mean, like, when you're going to watch the movie you know, reading the description's not going to do it for you. Like, it's not going to give anything away, which is great. And, you know, I had done that before I watched the movie, but I had also seen the trailer, too. And so it's kind of like... It's true, because the trailer's long. <laughs> and, like, there's some movies you watch, and the trailers are, like, two and a half minutes long. Like, well, how much are they showing? Yeah. And I started noticing that more and more, like, trailers are getting long, and it kind of ruins certain things. And then you watch the movie, like, that's a part of the plots in the movies like you want to go in fresh most of the time or you know just show some off base scene and maybe one main scene you know for, you know i don't think they're doing it right these days the way they used to do it yeah no i agree but besides all that um my dislike about it i would have to agree with lamia because besides that the, the movie itself i didn't have no problem with i enjoyed it mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the way it ended. So I give it, honestly, like three and a half to maybe a straining four waving wings up. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I'm probably at like a three and a half. Yeah. I think three and a half is definitely a good rating for it. Okay, just to wrap this up. So we in agree. It's a good movie to see. It's a good dark horror comedy. Mm-hmm. So that's our review on some of the darkness. 
but they can keep, keep in mind our next review will be on Christie. It's a I guess I call it a Thanksgiving movie because it's happening at Thanksgiving time. So and that'll be out next week, Wednesday. So it'll be fun. And after that, we'll go straight into one of Lamia's favorite Xmas horrors. Mm. Which we'll do, you know, we'll do a little interview set up on our we'll interview each other on our favorite Christmas horror movies or even rom coms if you're into that. We'll do a little twist in there. It's the holidays. Oh, I got plenty. I got plenty of Christmas movies I love. Yeah, this not, is going to be tough. <laughs> it's not going to be as tough as Halloween, is it? Actually, <laughs> I think it will be. <laughs> well, good luck with that with you on your side. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, you can follow us if you want on Instagram at my handle at Ravens underscore horror and our podcast. Instagram handle Ravens underscore House of Horror and Lamu's at Weirdchick underscore Chick underscore 88. Too many goddamn underscores. <laughs> I think it was more than one underscore is too many. <laughs> so, well, then, you know, if they let you do spaces, but they don't. <laughs> so, you can catch that on our Instagram handle and link our links to our podcast is in the bios. So you go to all our different podcasts from different, you know, from Apple to Google to Spotify to Anchor Podcasts. And if you want to leave a message for us on anything on our Instagram, on the podcast, what movies you would like to do review in the future, let us know. And just bring one more thing. We have a in the works, a YouTube channel coming for you guys. I'm not going to tell you what's going to be on there right now, but that's in the workings. So that's it for today's review. Thank you for listening to Ravens House of Horror, myself and Lamia. Thank you, thank you. So, Ravens out. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>